0: From around the globe in sold-out arenas and humble churches. From out on the streets to your screen. And now, the time and what must be done. on this edition of Farrakhan Speaks.
1: Greetings to you. I am Minister Louis Farrakhan, National Representative of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, that great preacher of freedom, justice, and equality to the black man and woman of America and the Western Hemisphere and to the aboriginal people of the earth, the eternal leader of the nation of Islam, who is also a warner to the government and people of the United States of America and a warner to the nations of the earth. Our subject today in this monumental one-year-long broadcast of the subject the time and what must be done, but part 26 of this subject is part two of the lie and the liar are now being exposed. With the help of Allah, God in this broadcast, we'll go into the lies of Satan and the truth that exposes Satan as the liar and the lies that must be uprooted by the presence of truth because it is the lie that has enslaved our minds and that's why Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that Yaqub or Jacob in the Bible, who wrestled with the angel and his name was changed to Israel, is the father of this contrary people and the father of this present world. When he was alive, he asked the people to produce their God, and they could not do it. So he was then able to turn God into a mystery. Satan starts with the greatest lie of all, which is the lie about God, that he's a mystery, that he's unknown. And then he tells the people the lie about self. We have been in their hands now for 450 years. So if we ask the question, who are you? Tell us who you are, and we as a people who have been in their grip for 450 years can't speak because we're spiritually blind, deaf, and dumb, so Satan tells us who we are. So we say after him, I'm a Negro, I'm colored, I'm an African American. Or others say I'm an Egyptian, I'm Jamaican, I'm a European, I'm Trinidadian, I'm a Brazilian. All these things that you say you are is really self-deception because none of these land masses give us our true identity. In this world, there is only that which is of God. And that which is of other than God, which is Satan. The Holy Quran teaches that Islam or submission to the will of God is the nature of every human being except the rebellious devil. So these two natures of the human family really describe us not by land mass But by our original nature Either we are born In the nature of God To submit to his will Or we are from The enemy of God Who is made to rebel Against the will of God Look at how The enemy Starts us off With lies Do animals talk No Why then are cartoons made that have animals talking and not human beings. Our children are being introduced to that which is not real, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. You know the cartoons, the children are fascinated by this, but they're starting our children off with falsehood. Damage is already being done to the power of their beautiful young brains. Is Santa Claus real? Or is it a lie? Can a woman give birth without the agency of a man? Is there really a heaven in the sky? Is there really a hell deep down in the earth? Or are all of these lies and what is the effect of these lies on our brains that are made to think rightly. Anything that destroys or corrupts our ability to perceive reality does damage to our brains. Were we really found in the jungles of Africa swinging from trees? Are you really going somewhere after you die? Is it real that we're going to see mommy again, daddy again, friends again? We've been conditioned from a child to accept falsehood as truth. Satan has taught us to eat the wrong kind of food. What is the law of cause and effect? How could the effect be real and the cause a mystery? So in our lessons from Master Farad Muhammad and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, we are taught that 85% of the population of the earth believes in a mystery God. And they do not understand the law of cause and effect. So what is the condition of humanity because of the lies of Satan? Are we standing upright or are we lying down on a dead level or a sleep level or a sick level? And if we are, then we are the victims of deceit. Since the greatest deception of Satan is about God himself, then have we really been taught the truth of the one who is coming at the end of the time of falsehood to reveal the truth that will set humanity free from the ignorance produced by lies and from the grip of Satan? So when a liar has deceived the whole world, then the deceiver is not afraid of anything more than the revealing of the truth of his deception. When God sends a prophet into the world, the prophet has to speak the truth. And since it is the fear of the truth that Satan knows will expose him, he must make the prophets of God persons of ill repute. Satan can't help himself. So every prophet that came into this world was lied on by the wicked, which caused the prophets to be rejected of men, and most of the prophets were considered madmen. The book of Revelations teaches us that Satan, the accuser of our brethren, the prophets, that accused them night and day, before the throne of God is cast down. Look in the book of Revelations, the 12th chapter, the 10th verse. It reads, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, Satan accuses the righteous before the throne of God because his desire is for God to reject the righteous as being his own. In last week's talk, I mentioned that the devil made God a mystery so that he could become the reality of God in God's place. He has the people worshiping him as God and denying the real power of God that is in self. Here's an example. You hear the minister speaking very boldly. Some of you have tweeted me saying, why isn't he dead yet? And others have tweeted saying, he must be with the enemy. And that's why he's still alive. You discount all the truth that I am speaking and give the lie to what I'm saying because I'm not dead yet? that I'm with the enemy of truth? What does this prove? It proves that the only reality of God in your life is the power of your open enemy, the power of the Caucasian who has taken you away from the real reality of God. Well, why wouldn't you say, oh, Farrakhan is talking like this? And he's not dead yet. Surely he must be in the bosom of God, fully protected. You don't even think like that. You see me looking younger than my age, and you say, Wow, look how good the minister looks. But you won't say he's with. Jesus the Christ, who said he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. No, you say like the picture of Dorian Gray, a handsome young man who sold his soul to the devil so that his appearance may always be youthful and age would show up in the portrait of him in his young days. All the good works that Jesus did, the wicked said he did it by the power of Beelzebub or the devil. And this is the way some of you are treating me. Jesus tells his disciples, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Brothers and sisters, I am a good tree in the midst of this garden, and Allah, God, wants you to eat from this tree. But the enemy of God and sincere people who are ignorant of the time and the revelation of God's will for this time, they too want you to shun me. Don't approach Farrakhan. Don't come near him. Why? Not because I'm a liar, not because I'm a wicked person, but it is because of the truth that is in my mouth from God and the honorable Elijah Muhammad that will expose Satan and make you free from the blinding touch of his grip. This is why the brothers and sisters of the nation of Islam go everywhere I go to protect me. They follow me wherever I go because they know or they believe that I am a tree of life In the midst of this garden of falsehood and the enemy, the devil does not want our people to eat from this tree that is good for food, nourishing your souls and restoring you to yourself. Neither does he want his own white people to eat from this tree. So they tried to make me like Allah, God made them in the Genesis, a tree that one should not approach. That is why the synagogue of Satan calls me a hater, anti-Semitic, homophobic, anti-white, anti-American. They keep you from a man that has truth in his mouth that will set you free. But notice They never deal with the truth of what I'm saying. Why do human beings lie? And why did the Honorable Elijah Muhammad advise us to speak the truth regardless of circumstances, even if that truth is against ourselves? He said, speak the truth regardless of whom or what. Why should we, when all of us are guilty of something that we would not want to be in the public? It is because all good character traits are built on truth and honesty. So God wants to make us into a different kind of people than the people of this world because he's bringing in a world based on truth, justice and righteousness and lies and liars have no place in his world. So as Martin Luther King so beautifully said, you don't judge a person by the color of his or her skin, but by the content of his or her character. If lies are at the root of our character, it makes no difference what color our skin is. We are by our lies the children of the devil. If a mother or father gives her child instructions to do something and then comes back later and asks the child, did you do it? And the child lies. Was it the devil that made the child lie? What is it that causes us to tell lies? I remember when my mother had made some delightful and delicious cookies and filled up a jar with those cookies, she told me and my brother Now don't you touch these cookies, she went shopping. But when she turned her back, my brother and I went to the jar and he took a cookie and so did I. And then we tried to stack the jar back up like it was before she left. Now when you do something you shouldn't do, you will always try to cover your act so you won't be exposed. So when my mother came back, she asked, Did you take any of these cookies? My brother and I both lied, no ma'am. My mother said, I counted all the cookies that I put in that jar and two are missing. She knew the law of cause and effect. The cookies were missing, that was real. So the cause of the cookies being missed could not be a mystery, so she said, Alvin and Jean, come. I'm gonna whip your behind, number one, for disobeying my instruction, and number two, I'm gonna beat you more for lying because a liar will steal and a thief will murder, so I'm gonna stop you at the lie. Here's the point. What is the root of that kind of lie? It is that the nature of, of every human being is to be made secure. The Holy Quran teaches that when we come into the world we are complete yet incomplete. It is in fulfilling the incompleteness of our make that makes us secure. When we do other than what we should do, the exposition of our failure damages our security, damages our reputation, and there's some damage to us that we are trying to escape. So when we are asked, did you do the assignment? We say yes. Did you clean your room? Yes, ma'am. You know how you lie when you Make a loan and you tell the friend that you loan from, oh, I'll pay you back in a month and a month comes and you don't even call your friend and say something has happened. You lie, it'll be in the mail. You know how you treat those who are your creditors? It's in the mail. What's in the mail? Nothing. A lie. So a liar is a deceiver. And you're trying to trick the person that you are lying to. And listen, the more you try to trick your parents and they don't expose you as a liar, you begin to think you're mastering your parents. And you're becoming now a perpetual teller of lies. Not the children of God. The children of that insecurity of self the devil of self has won you over. In the example of my mother's cookies, my mother gave a command, don't eat these cookies. So we're back in the Garden of Eden again. Well, I want to know why shouldn't I eat these cookies? The answer of why is in my brain. Boy, those cookies look good. I know my mom is a great baker. I know they taste good. So the command of my mother comes up in my mind, but the devil of self comes up also. Well, yes, she said it, but we can trick her. We can take the cookies and eat them because maybe she didn't even count them. She just filled up the jar. So there's a part of self that is a part of Satan. There's a part of self that is a part of devil. There's a part of devil that is a part of God. So in a future broadcast, we want to answer the question, why did God make devil? Sometimes we lie to inflate an ego that's insecure. Sometimes we exaggerate truth and turn truth into a lie. Sometimes we exaggerate an instance or situation which then mixes lie with truth and it is done to inflate our ego in the eyes of the person to whom we are exaggerating the truth. Exaggeration is a lie. Sometimes we lie on an application for a job or Sometimes we lie trying to get into school or lie trying to get a loan because of a desire to get money, a position, or a job that will make us more secure. But the whole idea of lying is to keep us from being exposed as a deceiver, to keep us from losing the trust of a friend or companion or to enhance our economic stature or status. We will say even that we graduated, we we have a doctorate degree when we barely made it out of high school. All of it is the need to be made secure. We lie to a woman because we want her affection or we lie to a man to make him think we are what we are not because we are looking for a man in our lives. But what happens when the truth manifests? There is the big letdown. If our insecurities because we did something that we shouldn't do then we are not safe as long as someone knows the truth of what we have done. And this is why people murder witnesses to stop them from testifying against them. And this is why when the enemy wants to set us up, he produces tricks and traps and false witnesses, but all of it is part of the scheme of Satan and it has to be hidden from exposure at all costs. Since we see that lies come out of the nature of the human being to be made secure, then let us go to a conversation that Satan is having with God found in the Holy Quran. In the Holy Quran, Satan says, respite me till the day when they are raised delay my doom in other words, and Allah said, surely thou art of the respited ones, and Satan says, as you have adjudged me to be erring, I will certainly lie in wait for them in your straight path, and then I shall certainly come upon them from before them and from behind them and from their right and from their left, and thou wilt not find most of them thankful and Allah said get out of it despised driven away whoever of them will follow you I will certainly fill hell with you all since in the beginning Satan as a serpent only deceived two people in the garden but in the revelation and the end of his time Satan is now a huge dragon that has deceived the whole world. So in the book of Revelations, the 12th chapter, the ninth verse, it reads, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Because of Satan's deception, the whole world, Is devoid of the understanding of the law of cause and effect. Look at the evil that's in the world. Look at the hatred, the division, the schisms, the strife, the enmity that's in the world, the bloodshed that is in the world, the wars and revolutions that are in the world. All of this is real. So if the wars are real, the evil is real, then the cause that produced this is as real as the effect. We knew before the Caucasian came into the world, we had many problems among ourselves, but not to the degree that it is now. So the enemy knows that the time is now for his deceit to be exposed, for him to be exposed. So he has to become a universal snooper. The whole world is affected by that great lie that makes God a mystery. Then into the place of God comes a man with a wicked spirit, who's trying to show the world that he is God and Satan is interacting with you because he knows good. And so he comes to you with good words only to trick you and deceive you into doing that which is other than good. Then he makes your evil fair-seeming to you. As I said earlier, there are only two natures in the world. The nature of obedience to God, which makes you a member of the righteous, or your nature is to rebel against God. And the Quran then refers to that nature as the rebellious devil. The wicked have work to do. So in the Quran, the angels are saying to Allah when he said he was going to place a ruler in the earth that would create mischief and cause the shedding of blood, the angels were confused. They said, we celebrate your praise and extol your holiness, but why would you do something like this? And God said, I know what you know not. Satan has a work to do in causing mischief and the shedding of blood. So Satan says to God, please respite me. Delay my doom for the evil that I am doing, for the mischief that I am making, for the blood that I am shedding. Delay my doom until the day when they, whom I have put to sleep with the carbon monoxide, of my lies when they are raised, raised how? Into the consciousness of me, Satan, and the lies I have told and the deceit that I have worked throughout the entire world. Then Satan said to God, now that I'm respited, I'm gonna come at them, come at who? the people who are of Allah, God's nature. I'm going to come at them from before them, from behind them, from the left side and from the right side, and you won't find most of them thankful. In fact, I'm gonna make them all deviate. Why is this tree in the garden forbidden? Because the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he had to know good in order To deceive the righteous. He had to know the truth in order to come in the path of truth to take us out of that path into evil. So when the scripture says I'm going to come at them from before them it means Satan is going to go in front of the righteous and lay traps for them. He said I'll come at them from behind them. I'll follow up their righteousness with mischief. I'll come at them from their right side, posing as a friend, and then I'll come at them from their left side as their open enemy. And when I get finished with them, they'll be so confused they won't know who their real friend or enemy is. Look at the confusion in Tahrir Square in Egypt. Now these poor people don't know where all this started, but Satan does. Look at the confusion in Syria, in Qatar, in the Arab Emirates, in Saudi Arabia. Look at the confusion all over the world. The people want to know where is God while all these evil things are being done. God has given Satan power and time to do his evil. He absented himself to give Satan freedom to do his evil. So the scripture says, go forth, for in the earth for you is an abode, a provision, and a time. So now Satan has deceived the whole world. The world is in confusion, utter confusion. America is in confusion, utter confusion. The government of America is in confusion, utter confusion. The earth now is boiling and is headed for hell and complete destruction unless Allah God intervenes and stops our fall to hell by manifesting Satan, his deceit, his treachery, the lie and the liar are now being exposed. Satan, a universal snooper. Satan has got to snoop, he's got to look. He knew this day was coming, but while the time was not yet, he was raising total hell because he knew it was not time yet for the truth to be told. But the moment he comes into the knowledge that this is the time of his doom, he has to do something about that. So when the deliverer was to come in the days of Moses, Pharaoh hatched a conspiracy and killed the male children because he knew the deliverer would be among the oppressed. And he's going to be a man. When the deliverer was to come in the days of Jesus, Herod said, kill the boy babies. Now we are at the end. When Jesus the prophet prophesied of the coming of Jesus the Messiah that would come in his name into the world after the workings of Satan, and he would begin to expose Satan. So the greatest deception, along with the deception of the reality of God, is the deception of Jesus. Because he is the one that comes into the world that exposes Satan and then Jesus goes to heaven with God and becomes the Christ anointed with power to crush the wicked. So Satan has to keep us away from Jesus and from the Christ. In the Islamic language, he has to keep us away from the presence of the Mahdi in the world and the Messiah that is with him. If you fear somebody coming to tell the truth, you have to set watches wherever you think the truth is going to come from to keep you informed of anything or anyone that will disturb or expose Your deceit. But since this truth may be coming from anywhere today, but particularly in the West, in the United States of America, he had to put watchers among us. And if you remember the counterintelligence program of the United States government, they feared that a messiah would rise among black people that would unite the nationalist element among us and unite us as a people and destroy their power to continue their wicked rule and oppression of us. What does it mean to snoop, to prowl or pry? to go about in a sneaking, prying way, to investigate and look around furtively in an attempt to find out something, especially information about someone's private affairs. Let's look at what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said in another of his monumental books, Our Savior Has Arrived, on page 19. He says, and I quote, the devils are universal snoopers. They pretend to be interested in your spiritual meetings, but they come only to listen to what you are saying among yourselves. They listen to the pastor. They listen to the people. They want to see how awakened your pastor is becoming. And then they make moves to destroy his church. And that's why there are thousands of churches today in America that are under foreclosure. Mm. You may see him listening in on our meetings. And we are so happy to have them come among us. But they come only to keep us from accepting the truth. Submission to the will of God. Elijah Muhammad writes, I am for the separation of my people from their enemies that they share not in their enemies' destruction, even though, he said, I may lose my own life in this daring attempt to save my people with the plain, simple truth of God. Now, speaking about the Caucasians, he says, They are the only people on our planet whose time is limited. We can clearly see today why Allah has limited their time. The National Security Agency is a universal snooping institution. Why they are even trying to listen in on that exalted assembly, but they find only a flame. In a future broadcast, we'll talk about that exalted assembly that this universal snooper is trying to listen to. What is the meaning of universal? Applicable everywhere, or in all cases, present everywhere. In the Holy Quran, it says, O children of Adam, We have indeed sent down to you clothing to cover your shame and clothing for beauty and clothing that guards against evil. That is the best. This is of the messages of Allah that they may be mindful. O children of Adam, let not the devil seduce you as he expelled your parents from the garden, pulling off from them their clothing that he might show them their shame. For he surely sees you as well as his host from whence you see them not. Surely we have made the devil to be the friends of those who disbelieve. Satan, a universal snooper. Why does he need to know everything that everyone is saying and doing? so that he can use it to silence us if we come into the knowledge of truth or to blackmail us or white mail us either one into submission to his will he listens to your foolishness on facebook and twitter and he sees your dislike of each other and whenever he gets ready to use you against each other He just pulls up what you're saying and begins to manipulate your division and enhance it. Members of Congress, once you get too close to the truth, he will show you what he has on you. He has to know about you so that he can, from our weaknesses, take us away from the truth and bring us into the sphere of his influence. So he must know us. So the FBI and the NSA is searching all of us out. So if the devil sees us from whence we see them not, who's the Holy Quran talking about? He's talking to the messenger. That he's watched by Satan and he's talking to his followers. You should know, nation of Islam, that we are on the watch list. We should know that there's nothing that we are saying on social media that has escaped his attention, or in emails, or on phone calls, or on Twitter. Look at the hatred that America is showing for Muslims. Don't you think he's listening to all our conversations? How do you start your conversation? as alaikum. Ah, that's a code term. Zero in on that conversation. When you mention the name Allah, that's a code. And when that code comes up, he's listening. He's spying on China, Japan. He's spying on Germany, on Italy, on France, on Russia. He's spying everywhere. So here comes Mr. Snowden to reveal something that was so secret that even the members of Congress who are members of a committee on intelligence, they did not know that such a thing existed that was gathering information from all of the social media. Well, the government of America is spying on leaders from all over the planet to know their weaknesses, to make America really dangerous if this truth is made known. A recent article stated Obama orders the U.S. to draw overseas target lists for cyber attacks. There's a thing called FISA court with different districts with seven justices under the Supreme Court Chief Justice. Their job is to give warrants or orders for the government to conduct surveillance on anyone whom they target or select to watch closely. Well, I'm not blind. I know they're watching me, listening to me, but I also know they're listening to you. But check this out. (laughs) Look at the attorney general that has to give orders like this. They're spying on him. The very Supreme Court Chief Justice that sends down orders, he's spied on. The president is spied on. So he has no personal life or national life that somebody is not watching him, listening to his most private conversations to see if he's towing the line. So the whole world now is upset when Mr. Snowden could say, I can even listen in on the president's conversations. Well, if a low-level man can listen in on the president's conversations, and they ask somebody in the media, do you think that's possible? They said, no, but of course it is. They are watching the president night and day. They are watching all the members of the Supreme Court. They are watching members of Congress. They know any deviation from morality that any top person in government or out of government is doing. Why do they do this? So that they can force you just when you think you're getting on good and you're rising, you'll get a message to come in they have something to tell you about and they'll tell us about ourselves in the quran chapter 31 verse 16 lukman is talking to his son and he said oh my son if it be the weight of a grain of mustard seed even though it be in a rock or in the heaven or in the earth allah will bring it forth surely allah is noah of subtleties and in the Bible in the book of Mark the fourth chapter the 22nd verse it reads for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open how will God do this here's a 29 year old man a high school dropout Hiding like he's a little mustard seed, hidden in a rock in the earth. Well, he came forward, so small, so insignificant, yet he has the government of America in a tizzy. This is how God makes manifest what is being done in the darkness. He brings someone or something out of the dark to make it manifest. And though it be like a Leviathan, a, a creature in the depth of the ocean, yet will God bring it up and make it manifest. Did you know the United States is allegedly spying on its allies 38 embassies and missions are outlined as targets on one document, reports the Guardian. This PRISM uh, plan or scheme is targeting all social media. They, in real time, can pass on to their customers in either the NSA, the CIA, or FBI, anything that we are saying or doing that they think might expose the lie and the liar. Hey, to refresh your memory, they got Google, Yahoo, Microsoft, Apple, Facebook, PayTalk, AOL, Skype, and YouTube, They were all reported to be taken part in the PRISM program. Did you know that the guardian that's making known Snowden's revelations has been put off limits to every member of the United States Army? Well, what does this man know? What did he come up with that if he tells it, the soldiers might not be loyal or obedient to their commanding officers in carrying out instructions coming from their government. Oh, and and by the way, you remember in Savior's Day a few years ago, I said that the enemy, the synagogue of Satan, when they get ready to get after you, they use two organizations. They use the IRS, and they use the FBI. It is written that someone went to the White House and asked them about um, hate crimes. They say, oh, we we don't look into that. We have the ADL and the Southern Poverty Law Center. These are agents of the government. So when you hear the ADL speaking, when you hear... The Southern Poverty Law Center speaking. When you hear that now we are being brought before courts, now, the nation, and many of us are being uh, asked to come before a grand jury, a grand jury that's been sitting for more than 18 months. The IRS is involved, the FBI is involved. But look at this FBI. (laughs) Blood on the hands of the FBI. It is written in a book called Deal with the Devil by Peter Lance. A man named Gregory Scarpa carried out more than 26 hits while acting as a paid informant a secret relationship between the FBI and a mafia couple that allowed him to walk away from at least 26 murders while under the Bureau's protection has been exposed. He wasn't just supplying intelligence, Mr. Lance writes. He was acting with the apparent consent of top FBI officials to commit crimes and induce other members of the Mafia to break the law. What about the trial that's going on now about James Whitey Bulger? Man, when the FBI uh, mentioned his handler said that he was cooperating, boy, Bulger screamed out, you're a big F word, liar. Here's a man, Bolger received information from the FBI agents Morris and Connolly about investigations conducted by other law enforcement agencies into his criminal activities. The agents tipped him off and he killed everyone that the FBI informants told him about. This is the same FBI that is snooping around in mosques, listening to the conversation of Muslims who may not like Jews, who may be angry with Israel and want to harm Jews because of something that the Israeli government has done. So the FBI approaches them and sets up a plot with them and then exposes the plot. This is entrapment to show that Muslims are planning evil against America. These are the enemies that are among us all. Now look, FBI, you allowing people to kill and you kill? My sister Asada Shakur killed no one? Has been down in Cuba, for nearly 30 years, bothering no one, yet you would call her a domestic terrorist? What about the son of Sam? Weren't the people terrorized when he was killing? You never called him a terrorist. You have serial killers. You have people that escape from prison using helicopters and killing people as they exit prison. Not one of them have you called a domestic terrorist. You hold this against my sister because race is at the root of your evil against her, your evil against Hoover, your evil against the Cuban Five, your evil against the nation of Islam, your evil against black people that have been going on for 450 years. Now your time has come. And so to the Muslims, I warn you in the name of Allah from Second Peter, the second chapter, the first verse. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among us who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them. These Nicolaitans that are talked about in the book of Revelation, they are heretics. And what is a heretic? A heretic is one who teaches against the original moral teachings of the prophets. Well, God is saying to the mosque and to the believers, You see the wickedness that's going on. You saw when the Supreme Court uh, knocked down the Marriage Act and okayed that it's all right for same-sex marriage. The church has agreed, many of them, with it. Government has agreed, and even our president has gone to Africa saying that we too, should agree with same-sex marriage. This is heresy. This is that which has entered the church, entered the mosque, entered the synagogue. And while we dislike the practices of the Nicolaitans or the false teachers, the scripture says, yeah, but you have found favor with God by disliking their practices, but we must repent for our backsliding and go back to our first love. And what is the first love that we had? To the Jews, it is Moses. To the Christians, it is Jesus. To the Muslims, it is Prophet Muhammad. And to the nation of Islam, it is both Prophet Muhammad and the honorable Elijah Muhammad. This is our first love. So when you go back to your first love, the scripture says you're going back to the Alpha and the Omega. How is he Alpha and Omega? He's ending the world of evil and he's opening the door to the paradise of God. So we have to clean up our act. We have to clean up from listening to the inner Satan and the outer Satan as well. For the honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the hereafter for my followers is now. Heaven does not start after you are dead. It starts when you come to life in the spirit and knowledge of God's self and the time. So we can say in conclusion, the lie is exposed and so is the liar then let us feed on the truth and stop our lying and become the righteous again. Thank you for listening and may Allah bless you as I greet you in peace in the Arabic language. as Salam Alaikum. Please
0: log on again next week and every week this year for the time and what must be done. Tell your family. Call on to NOI.org every Saturday, 6 p.m. Central Time for truth, guidance, and unequaled love from the National Representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Pass on the word every Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time at NOI.org. The time and what must be done Remember, to have Minister Farrakhan answer your questions, tweet them to at Lewis Farrakhan, hashtag AskFarrakhan. And to add this message to your library, or as a gift for someone you love, go to store.finalcall.com.